you're listening to season three of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Evans, and I've been planning events, workshops, retreats, and socials for almost 20 years. After working with so many incredible clients and entrepreneurs, and personally experiencing hardship in life and business, I've discovered how powerful our mindset and purpose is in creating a life of joy and celebration while having a whole lot of fun along the way. Join me with a coffee or cocktail as I connect with inspiring leaders, entrepreneurs, tastemakers, and extraordinary people as they share their journey in life and business and how they are striving to live a life of purpose. Your fears and beliefs in yourself will be transformed as you work towards creating the best version of yourself from the inside out. You're in good company. Cheers to celebrating simple life. I don't know about you, but I could really use more fun and celebrating in my life and less stress and fear and stating news headlines. So today on Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, I'm taking guest calls to hear all about some incredible celebrity encounters that have happened to regular people just like you and me. Get ready to relax and wind and have a few laughs as you hear about my meetup with Steven Tyler and of course, the legendary John Stamos. And my guests are calling in with a number of other famous names that you are going to want to hear about. Grab a cocktail or coffee and tune in. I am so excited to have such a fun episode ahead of us today. We are chatting all about celebrity encounters. Now, I'm not sure about you if you have had a celebrity encounter, but I have had a few and they've sometimes been a little bit planned knowing that might be happening and sometimes it's been unexpected and so today before our guest callers uh call in I wanted just to kick off with a little story from many years ago of when I was back in my serving days as a waitress at the Sheraton Cavalier Hotel in Saskatoon, where I had a number of years working and I absolutely loved it. And it was one of the hotels where when celebrities or musicians and whoever was coming into Saskatoon for shows, concerts, performances, that type of thing, they would often stay at the Sheraton. It was sort of one of the select, um, nice downtown hotels and they would park their big tour buses out front and we would not always know as a staff in the restaurant who was all staying in the hotel but usually when those big tour buses were there we could assume that we were maybe going to have um, somebody staying that we might recognize. So one day I was working the early morning breakfast shift at the restaurant and We're all just working, minding our own business. It was really a fast-paced, busy environment, so uh, lots on the go, people coming and going, needing to get out in a quick hurry, early morning, and all of a sudden, I think one of my coworkers came to the back um, area of the restaurant and was like, hey, I think you guys might recognize somebody that's sitting in the back of the restaurant. And so, of course, they're they're like, hey, don't go all run out at once. And so we casually, probably not so casually, um, went out. And there, sitting at a table at the restaurant, was Steven Tyler from Aerosmith and his drummer. And they were in a full-fledged argument. So 
obviously didn't feel like the right time to go and introduce ourselves and ask about um, a picture, a meet and greet, a little hello. So we kind of just were casual and they were my table. Um, And so I was trying to be mindful of the fact that they seemed to be um, having quite a discussion. If only I could have been a fly on the wall to hear that, that could have been really some big news. Um, but I went back and just asked if there was anything that I could get for them. And they asked if they could move to the very, very back of the restaurant where we hadn't actually had it set up yet. That was kind of just like another area that we would open up if we absolutely needed to with so many people. But of course, was I going to say no to Steven Tyler? Uh, definitely not. I was young, but not naive. <laughs> so they moved to the back of the restaurant and the fighting increases. They are now in a full on dispute. And I, to this day, don't quite understand why the restaurant would have been the place that they chose to have this when I'm guessing they had their tour buses, obviously right out front. They probably were staying in a pretty nice suite in the hotel. Anyways, there they were. And so finally, once this happened, they kind of just stormed off and I missed my opportunity to talk to Steven Tyler. All I know is that he walked past me as I was standing there and I realized that I was probably a solid foot 12 inches taller than him (laughs) he was so small (sighs) maybe not a whole foot but I just remember thinking wow like I feel like an absolute giant standing next to you and it's just amazing how you sort of perceive things differently because there are these big rock stars doing all these things. But he was very, very tiny and very little. <laughs> and that was my encounter with Steven Tyler. So next up, I have Mandy from Memories by Mandy Photography right here in Saskatoon sharing her celebrity encounter. Hello, Mandy. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. So you and I go way back, and I loved your story of celebrity encounter actually was the inspiration behind this whole episode of celebrity encounters. And I was so entertained reading the story that you shared a while back about your celebrity meetup that you're going to tell us about that I was like, you know what, this would make a great episode. This is just easy to listen to and so fun to hear of unique experiences that everyone has that's different and we all haven't experienced something like this. So it's fun to live vicariously through somebody else's story. I love it. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I gave you some inspiration. (laughs) Right? You know, we got to keep it light. There's like way too much seriousness going on in the world these days that we got to like find sparks of joy and things that are funny. And why not look at a blast from the past to do that? I love it. I love it. (laughs) So share with our listeners about your really cool celebrity encounter. (laughs) All right. So it was almost uh, 20 years ago. Um, We were backpacking through Europe and 9-11 had just happened. So we were sort of scrambling to try and get a flight home. Um, and we're every, everyone was a little nervous. Tensions were high in the airports and we had made it to, uh, Montreal airport. 
And so we were like halfway home back to Saskatoon and we're sitting there at the airport and my friend looks over and he says, I think that's Stellan Skarsgård and I might be butchering his name entirely. And I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Like, who is that? And he's like, oh, it's that guy from Goodwill Hunting. It's the professor. And I said, oh, okay, cool. Like, Jeremy to go talk to him. And uh, he's, like, he's like, yeah, like, that'd be so cool. So I'm like, okay, well, like, what should we do? And at the time, I was a smoker. Gross, I know. And you could actually smoke in airports at that time as well. Like, isn't that crazy? Let's just discuss this for a second. Isn't that crazy? Looking at how the world is now, like, locked down under a pandemic, and you could smoke in airports. And I remember being a waitress, too, and, like, smoking sections. Well, you were a waitress, right. too. You remember this, right? Like, yeah. smoking sections where you're, like, Somehow there's an invisible wall that somehow pretends that the smoke isn't transferring to the non-smoking section. Right. So I went into the smoking section of the airport. I'm grateful that you dropped this bad habit. Way to go. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. No, I dropped that years ago. So, um... so anyhow, I, so I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to walk over there. So I, so I strut over there and I, I parked behind beside him at the bar. He was sitting at the bar drinking a beer and I parked beside him and I, I hold my cigarette and I look at him and I said, Oh, excuse me, do you have a light? And he says, yeah, no problem. And he gives me his lighter and I look at him again and I said, do you know what? You really look like that guy from Goodwill hunting. And he says, I am that guy from Goodwill hunting. And I was like, Oh my gosh, no way. And, and You're just we're casual. Just like, I love it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, um, and then so we were just like chit chatting and I was asking him, you know, what are you doing here in Montreal? And he said, Oh, I was actually just filming, filming a movie and you know with 9-11 I'm just scrambling trying to get home and I said oh you know my friends over here are big fans would you mind if I if I brought them over and and you know they would love to meet you and he says yeah no problem and we were chatting a little bit more and, and he says oh what do you like to drink and I said oh you know I like vodkas and you know vodka and coke and and I go and I get my friends and we come over and we're chatting and he has a double shot of vodka sitting there so oh. we bring my camera out and a picture of me with a huge shot of vodka and him with his beer and um yeah I took the shot we we chatted for a couple more minutes and then that was that we sort of left him to be on his way <laughs> that is awesome and just a gentleman too hey oh my gosh honestly he was so nice um and then I obviously I went home and, and watched Goodwill Hunting and realized he plays a humongous role in that movie yep <laughs> than Robin Williams and then you know since he's been in the Avengers and Thor and, and all that so it's sort of cool to to have that conversation and then be like oh I actually met that guy and like just seemed totally down to earth totally normal looks like any other Joe sitting at the bar at an airport and um, yeah it was so nice to take the time to to talk with me and that is so cool. I love when it's just sort of these like random like real life normal scenarios because I think it's so easy to have the perspective that these people are all just larger than life and they don't do any normal things when they're just really human right. beings that put one foot in front of the other, just like everybody else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Scrambling to get home from the airport. I'm like, where's your pl private jet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You're just waiting for your economy flight like the rest of us. Way to go. Yeah. Buddy. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. That is awesome. And now we all have to go watch Goodwill Hunting again to remind ourselves of that awesome movie. And <laughs> My, my, <laughs> my next guest is Aaron, owner of Bula Baguette, and 
she had a hilarious encounter that I cannot wait for you to hear. Hello, Erin. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. I am so excited to hear about your story of meeting <laughs> up in Winnipeg with none other than whom? Oh, Canadian celebrity, Rick Mercer. <laughs> Rick Mercer! <laughs> I love it. This is classic, hey? Canadian classic. Yeah, so we, um, I lived in Winnipeg for a few years while I was going to university, and I worked in an area there called Osborne Village, which is kind of like a central location. And one night I was, well, we were walking home from work. My, well, he's my husband now, but we were walking home from work. Um, a van pulled up to us. Like, you know, when you can tell somebody's going to stop and ask for directions. Yes. And. Versus like uh, kid- kidnapping you or something. Yeah, or that, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> right. So the passenger window rolls down, um, and it's Rick Mercer, and he's just like casually direct. in the passenger seat, rolling down the window, being yeah. like, "Hey guys." <laughs> he's like, "So, we're trying to get to the Fort Gary Hotel, um, and that's like a kind of iconic hotel yeah. there. We, we know where it is. Um, it's not far from where we were, so we gave him directions and and you know exchanged pleasantries." And so were you like, hey, like, are you Rick Mercer? Like, did you no. actually like address the fact, or you just like pretended casually that you like didn't know who he was? I kind of think so. Like, I think we were both just like, don't <laughs> playing it don't, cool. Don't say it. <laughs> so then, after they drive away, we kind of looked at each other and we were both like, that was that was Rick Mercer, right? Did, like, yeah. <laughs> did Rick Mercer just ask to direct them? <laughs> yeah. Um. But then later on, we realized. We had given him the wrong direction, <laughs> and there, <laughs> there was just no way, like, they could have gotten there with the directions we gave, so... Like, that anyway. is the best thing I've heard. That is so <laughs> awesome, and you're like, shoot, our, like, yeah. interaction, really ready to save Rick Mercer's day, and we pointed <laughs> in the opposite direction to the hotel. Yeah, so, anyway, I'm sure he's listening. Um, yes, Rick, that. I'm sure you're listening. We're so <laughs> sorry. As Canadians try to be so friendly and helpful with our directions and pleasantries that maybe you were a little starstruck and you didn't realize it. I mean, maybe. Like, fumbling your words, like, where am I? What, what direction is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the best. Thank you so much for sharing that story. That is you are made my day. <laughs> Next up, I have Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast listener, Leah, on the phone, sharing her awkward celebrity encounter. Hi, Leah. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Hi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. So you had a pretty cool experience in having a celebrity encounter. Can you tell me about this? For sure. So I used to, well, I lived in Vancouver and I used to work at a pet store called Tysol and we had, well, in Vancouver, sometimes we would have a few celebrities come in just in the area that we were in in Kitsilano, but I was really into this show, Supernatural at the time, and Jared Padalecki, one of the stars from the show, came in and I was so starstruck and awkward that I... He talked to me. I don't even remember what he said. And I was 
in so much shock. I literally had a panic attack and had like to he run might to have the just bathroom. blacked out right there on the spot. I, I could have. <laughs> I have no idea. But I just remember him walking in, and he's so tall. It was just in. It was crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness! So did you recognize him right away? And right then away. He, and then he just happened. You just happened to be the first person that was kind of there when he came in. So was he like asking you for? help or you just saw him and were like oh my goodness this is I happening. just saw him walk in it was like out of a movie because I was standing by the front door I was actually helping a customer with their dog or just petting their dog or something and he walked in and it was like the wind blew his hair back and I was just like oh my god I know who that is and I just lost it <laughs> that is the think, so did you end up having a conversation with him or were you like oh my goodness, no I can't not a conversation this. He did say something, and I was like, hi, and just, that was it. I have no idea. I know I said something, but it was not good. <laughs> I love it. Now, years later, you're like, oh, man, if I could just replay this and have my wits about me to, like, ask him actual questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I don't know. <laughs> I just, yeah, I was starstruck. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. That is incredible. I feel like it's one of those things where sometimes we, like, almost assume that people that are um, – celebrities or that are in the media because we feel like we know them obviously they do not know us um mm -hmm. it's always that interesting thing like what would actually happen and now you know you, and now you just know. totally shut down blacked out i like to think <laughs> i would like play it a little bit more cool now like this is like probably almost 10 years ago but i don't know <laughs> well jared listen if you're listening to this we need a little redo so at some point maybe now this could be a saskatchewan uh maybe he'll blow blow into the wind in the saskatchewan prairie someday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you may recognize my next guest because I had my bestie, Jen, on the podcast one year ago last October, and we were chatting all about how we met the real Chad from The Bachelor TV show when I won a contest that Jen got to... Um, be my date and we could do it together all the way over in Vancouver on the Bachelorette Canada after show as super fans because her and I along with our husbands as I have mentioned before are entertained by the Bachelor, Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise shows and it brings us joy and we don't apologize for it because it makes us happy. So Jen is sharing her story of how she met uh, a Bachelor character a year ago, uh, character, like they're not real people. Yes, they are real people. Um, and now her husband, Kevin, my buddy, first of all, is the very first male to ever be on Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. So we're just going to give a big welcome to my buddy, Kevin, and he is going to be sharing his side of the story that Jen shared from a year ago. Hello, Kevin. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, you bet. Thank you for having me. Now, I already informed you before we were recording this that you are now going to be awarded a medal for being the very first male on Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, because thus to date, have only had female guests. Well, it, it's about time, and uh, thank you. I'm honored. 
Well, wouldn't have it be anybody else. This is my brother from another mother, Kevin, and we are fans of The Bachelor. So you will have heard me talking about The Bachelor, Bachelorette, many, many, many times on the podcast. And we had my bestie, Jen, who is Kevin's wife, on the podcast a while back, um, probably like a year ago now, where she was talking about a bit of a um, bachelor journey that we've had. But we needed you, Kevin, to come in and tell your side of the story. Because let's be honest, you and I are actually the ones who kicked off this bachelor lifestyle that we now participate in and allow our significant others to join us in. Absolutely. It it was the, the two of us from the from the start. And uh, yeah, our spouses are kind of part-time fans a little bit. They, they got into the game. They got into the game late here. But, uh, a little late. We, we, we still love them. them along. Yeah, we yeah. still love them and accept them. But it has been a journey for us to get them to understand the level of bachelor that we are. Because you and I, we don't live in the same city, but you and I used to watch together before they would join us and we would just be texting with each other all the drama that was going on in the episode while our spouses were either sitting in the same vicinity wondering what the heck was so funny because you and I were having the best time and I think they were kind of jealous that we were having so much fun and they thought they needed to get in on it. I, I think they were and they were they were downers, especially Jen at the start. She <laughs> she thought we were crazy. Jen, yep. Jen was a downer about it. <laughs> yeah, she was. She thought it was terrible. And but yep, she's 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 turned over a new leaf here and uh, really, really embraced our lifestyle, as you said. She really has. So I want to talk about one specific we've we've had a few encounters with some bachelor um what do we call them? Bachelor All-Stars throughout the years. And we've had mm-hmm. a few experiences. We've taken some trips and have happened to have some like by chance run-ins with them. And which is just always super fun. And everyone's been so lovely and nice that we've met. But you had an extra experience, uh, you and Jen did, when you were on your holiday. So can you tell us about what happened years ago when you thought you were seeing a mirage when in fact you saw who? I saw Jake Pavelka. So we were in Cabo San Lucas. We were staying at a resort there, uh, our family, so Jen and I and our two kids. Um, our kids were younger. We'd, they'd, we'd ship them off to the, the kids' club. So Jen and I were just enjoying some, some, time, around the, some time around the <laughs> pool, a couple cocktails. And uh, I went to the lobby to book our a la carte for, for supper that night or the next night, whatever it was. And uh, in the lobby, checking into the hotel, I see this guy standing there in his full pilot uniform, aviator glasses on. (laughs) Just not to be um, incognito at all, but hey, guys, here I am. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wings of Love might have been playing over the speakers, too. I'm not certain. I'm pretty positive that had to have been the soundtrack in the background as he whisked in there. (laughs) It must have been. So I, I I don't even remember if I booked the a la carte or if I just dropped the phone and went went running running back to the pool to, to see Jen. So I said, Jen, I, I just I just saw Jake Pavelka. And my wife and who the F is Jake Pavelka were her exact <laughs> words. And I said, Well it's, it's Jake from The Bachelor. Didn't couldn't care less. She just kind of ro- rolled over and still getting her sun rays, her sun rays yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. So 
so after a little while, um, I'm like, well, so we, we talk about it a little while later and we see Jake and family, um, people he was with there, they're there around the pool. So I convinced Jen to come into the pool and we kind of creepily swim over towards the casually, swimming bar. Casually yep. dip your bodies in. Yeah, get a couple more coladas and then just kind of float back over near his <laughs> section of the pool and just kind of creeping, hanging out, trying to listen in to find out if they actually call him Jake or, you know, if that really is him. Right. I was 99% sure, but had to had of to course. confirm, had to fact yeah. check. That's so, right, yeah. So take a few more few more bevies in, and uh, it's almost time for yeah almost time for lunch. It's, so we guess we started early, and we're lined up at the uh, at the buffet to go in for for lunch. And so probably just it wasn't a coincidence. We were probably following him, or I was, but we ended up being right behind him in the lineup. So third I, time's I, the charm is what it feels like. Yep, absolutely. So I just gave him a little tap on the shoulder, and I said, uh, "Excuse me." Um, is your name Jake? And he says, why, yes, it is. I said, I I thought it was. And so then here's where I started to throw you under the bus. Because I, as creepy as I was looking, I didn't want to come across too creepy. So I said, my friend Kimberly is your biggest fan. She just absolutely loves you. And uh, I would it be all right if I got a picture with you? Of course, not for me, but, but for my yeah. friend Kim. <laughs> You know and, what? Uh, I'm happy to be used as the bait in this type of situation, but whatever, whatever works. Hey, yeah, we're in this yeah. together. Absolutely. So, so yeah. Oh yeah. He'd gladly oblige and take a picture with me. So, <laughs> so the, the two of us get a picture right in the, in the line to the a la carte or to the buffet. Can we just and, pause for a second? Cause I sure. want to understand what Jen is reacting with right now while she's standing there still not really too into the whole thing at this moment. And you are now fangirling quite literally in the lineup of the buffet. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, had stars in my eyes, so I, I didn't see her, but what I, I just commented, Jen, um, the other day we were celebrating our, well, today is our 17th anniversary, <laughs> but, uh, but we were out for our anniversary on Friday celebrating. And I said, you really don't hide your emotions well on your face. We were out somewhere. <laughs> So I can just imagine how, what her face looked like. Just when the I look was... of disgust as she stands uh-huh. there watching this take place. Nonetheless, you did it. You tapped him, you take the picture, and then what happens? Yeah, so get the picture, arms around each other. Yep, snap, snap, everyone happy. <laughs> one Glasses on for one, glasses off for another. Yes, yep, so, yes. Yep. And, uh, and then he, he kindly asks Jen, well, well, would you like a picture with me as well? <laughs> and uh, there... So I did see your face at this point, and it was a, it was a clear, oh no, um, he's the fan, not me. Though I was her exact words. So Jake put on his sunglasses, put on his sunglasses, turned around, and then we, well, we went in and had his lunch at a table away from us, kind of thing. So oh yeah. my word, like I can't even handle it. So then the the plot thickens and gets better because. There is an interaction that happens, and now we really needed you on today to clarify this story because when Jen was sharing her side of this story, there's a few details here that were not spoken of, so I'm so happy that we have you to verify all of this. So was there another interaction that happened between Jen and Jake throughout the week where he commented on her perfume? 
Yeah, so so we ran into him a couple times throughout the you know the few days that our holidays over. Friends would be a term that would be more than acceptable after this many interactions with each other. Yeah, it was. It was. We were we were forming quite a bond. I would I would say. Yeah. And uh, so it was right at our departure. Actually, we were all packed up. Our our bags were at the at the front, and we were just actually having lunch before our shuttle was coming to pick us up. And so we're there with the kids and. We're eating just at the little pool um, bar or whatever where they just have burgers and pizza and stuff like that. And so we're just about to leave and Jen's up there at the buffet. Uh, again, all we do is eat and drink there. And <laughs> and so he, he, you know, I think she still had the tongs in her hand from getting a burger or something. And he, he grabs her, her hand and, no. and sniffs her wrist and says, wow, you you really smell good. Um, what kind of perfume are you wearing? And to which she abruptly responds, Nicki Minaj. And, <laughs> and I think that's what Jen had incorrect on when you talked to her. I think she had somebody else, but I can confirm 100%. It was Nicki well, Minaj. Nicki Minaj, as classy, as classy as it gets on the perfumes. And I just could not love that response <laughs> more. Like everything about this is such a perfect encounter. Yeah. I What I do wonder, and we'll probably never find out is, did he go buy a bottle of Nicki Minaj for his girlfriend? That is probably the question that we are going to die still wondering the answer to. Yeah, I mean, I've been texting him. He hasn't been responding, so I'm I'm not certain. I'm thinking Time. probably, but yeah. Time will tell. And Jake, if yeah. you are listening to this, you've made our Bachelor dreams taking a step closer to Chris Harrison because ultimately yeah. that is next in line with with where I think we're heading in all of this. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the holy grail right there, Mr. <laughs> oh, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing this today. This is an epic celebrity encounter, and I'm so glad that you have set the record straight. And thanks for sharing your story today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'll get back to the show in 20 seconds, but I wanted to take you on a quick throwback. Remember the fun candies of the 80s? Fun Dip, Garbage Pail Kids, Bottle Caps? If you are on the lookout for a creative way to cheer up a friend, show your significant other, best friend, coworker, anyone special in your life that you care, I've curated an adorable, delicious, and unique retro sweet treat grazing box. A beautiful, delectable candy grazing box can be shipped right to your door or as a surprise to a friend's doorstep to really make their day. Doorstep delivery is available in Saskatoon and shipping is available across Canada. And because we could all use more joy right now, as a listener of Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, you get an exclusive code to receive 15% off with the code CELEBRATE15. You can click right from home at CelebratingSimpleLife.com and use the code CELEBRATE15 because today is a great day to celebrate. All right, friend, back to the show. One of the highlights in our family's experiences in the past few years was the opportunity to meet the entire cast of Fuller House. So this was not a surprise celebrity encounter, but we had a very surprising moment happen while we were en route to the Warner Brothers studio. So 
My daughter Cassidy has cystic fibrosis. As most of you are aware, we talk about this on a regular basis on the podcast, and one of the things she was granted was a wish. So we decide, and this is a whole nother episode if you look back to Cassidy's Lemonade Stand where we talk about um, her whole experience, but when we arrived at Warner Brothers Studio in LA for our uh, watching the recording, the taping of one of the Fuller House season two episodes, we actually didn't know who we were all going to be meeting that day. We knew that the regular cast of Fuller House uh, was going to be there, but we weren't sure they call them, I don't think, the rel- relics doesn't seem like the right term, but they used a term for the older members of the Full House cast being John Stamos, Lori Loughlin, Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, all of the amazing humans that we remember from Full House. Um, they never know which episodes they're actually going to be showing up in, in the standpoint of us coming to watch a taping. So they couldn't actually tell us who was all going to be there. And so when we get to Warner Brothers Studio, we aren't exactly sure what to expect. So they got us there in a little golf cart tram. And we pull up in front of the studio and they were making us feel very special and taking care of us and bringing us in through like a separate entrance of the studio than the rest of the general public um, and that sort of thing. So we were just sitting outside in the golf tram waiting for them to let us know um, where we should be going to next. And we're just hanging out, talking with the crew and that sort of thing. And all of a sudden we turn around and John Stamos jumps into the golf cart that we are sitting in onto the front dash and he is knee to knee with Cassidy sitting in the front seat with the driver. I honestly feel like I might have had an out-of-body experience. I could not even believe my eyes and there standing beside him is Lori Lachlan and Dave Coulier who just happened to be popping out of the studio to go grab a coffee or do something prior to the taping starting And they were just walking back and he jumped in and he was like, you must be Cassidy. And they knew her by name from watching the video that she had sent them about her choosing them as her wish in the first place a few months back. And it was honestly, it just, I knew from that moment on that this was going to be the most spectacular day that we would never forget. And it just was so cool to see people be so kind and just considerate and asking her questions and just acting as if they knew her and they just they made her feel so special and that just kicked off the amazing experience that we had at the Fuller House studio. My last guest today has a story that really can't be beat. She had a chance encounter with Adam Sandler and I cannot wait for you to hear this. Hello Dodie, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thanks for having me. How fun is this? Right? I know. I am so excited to hear your very cool celebrity encounter. And I love that it just randomly popped up on family vacation of all places. <laughs> well, this is both a family vacation, but also um, a work vacation. My husband is, is now retired, but back in the day, there was these incentive trips for his work. And this happened to be in the beautiful Island of, of Maui, Hawaii. Oh, we're just all going to dream about being in Maui. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's still my, my picture of heaven on earth. But Me yeah, too. so, you know, little did we know when we checked into the hotel for the conference slash holiday afterwards 
Um, we checked in and the concierge is, uh, oh, by the way, I'm sorry about the interruption, but there's a movie being filmed here <laughs> over the three out of the seven days. And, and for some people, they would think that would be such an interruption of their lives. But both Tim and I were fascinated, like, who, who's here? Uh, totally. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, the movies so don't just get filmed in the middle of the street here in Saskatoon. So this is like a thing when you come come upon it. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. So you're like wondering and the curiosity of, oh, who's here? And then uh, just talking to a few of the staff members on site from the movie crew, and it happened to be they're filming Just Go With It back in yes. 2011. And uh, Adam Sandler and Nicole Kidman and... Jennifer Aniston, among others, were just a at few, the same just hotel. Just a few small names, like no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. So yeah, so you're you're going about business, you know, trying to you know stay. Oh, we're on vacation. We're here for a conference, and it's so interesting. Where, you know, our only interaction with Nicole and Jennifer was Tim and I just got front row seats at the at the fence by the pool, and we were just sitting there watching and fascinated how they were going about doing these scenes, but they had mm. bodyguards galore. They were very heavily guarded. Whereas I guess my up close and personal connection with Adam, <laughs> your new best friend, Adam, we'll just call him. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. No, it was just more of a fun. Yeah, I was just walking through the lobby and of course there was crowds and I wasn't even thinking about bumping into anybody famous because it wasn't a movie set. And so I'm just walking along and um, I seen this precious little girl just sitting on a dad's lap. And I didn't even look at the dad. I looked at this gorgeous head of um, curly, dark hair. And Aww. I just I reached out as a mom would do. I, yeah. um, no boundaries there, hair. But I just was just <laughs> touching this precious girl's hair. Just, oh, you've got such beautiful hair. And I'm crouched down right almost eye to eye with her. And then there... Adam's eyes are eye to eye, four inches away from my eye, and just said, thanks. And just there was this, this moment where I'm looking at his eyes going, oh, my goodness, this is yeah. Adam Sandler. Is this happening? Totally. I'm in his space. And it just was this I'm endearing. <laughs> I'm touching his kid. I'm like, oh. So it was just a really gracious moment of seeing him on a break connecting with his little girl at the time yes. and I believe it was Sunny who she would have been three at the time and um, and then a very kind security guard who you know he was just <laughs> had one you know guy, guy that looked like his friend close by just gently ushered me to keep moving along miss right. <laughs> um, so it, it wasn't a very lengthy interaction but it was meaningful because I, I was able to see Adam I guess as a person and not so much as this unapproachable celebrity. Yeah. Well, and I love that. I have heard that in just reading different articles that have popped up that he tries to select like movie sets and I guess resorts, I guess, where there's other people as well, that he can have his family along and that it can kind of be best of both worlds where it's hard to sometimes imagine celebrities like I think we all sometimes just have like a different picture in our head as to what type of lives they lead, but knowing that they have lives and families and they're trying to maintain their marriages and their relationships with their children and doing all the things, 
even when they have to travel and be away and do all of the things that can sometimes be straining on relationships, but seeing that he's able to like connect the two and intentionally choose places that it can be family so that he can work and play just like, just like you going to a conference and then staying mm-hmm. for vacation afterwards. <laughs> you know, these other two memories from that time was just, you know, Tim and I sitting on the lawn chairs watching the set, and Tim still boasts to this time, jokingly, that Jennifer Addison winked at him on on, on, a, on a break there. But I, I kind of caught that wink, but I don't know if it was directed at him. Right, exactly. like did she have but, something in her eye? Like, yeah, sure. yeah. But I'm, you know, I, I'm more solid in her marriage. But I kind of thought if that helps help him feel uh, a little bit more. You know what? Joy. Yeah, let's, let's go with that. Just go with it. Joe was going with it. And at the same time, like, it was just fun. Like, the next day seeing, like you said, family vacation. Um, Adam was playing in the pool with his kids with no bodyguards in sight, just being himself. Mm. And that was just very um, heartwarming for me as a mom of four daughters. It's just, totally. just to see him as a person and, and the value of family and creating those opportunities to build family memories in in, in the midst of his very demanding career. Totally. Such an important reminder. Thank you so much for sharing that story. That is so cool. And it's one of those things that I'm sure has come up in conversation over and over over the years where it's just one of these like random unexpected moments that can just bring joy and help you see things in different perspectives. So thanks for sharing that today. You're welcome. With everything that's going on in the world these days, it just feels nice to laugh, sit back, relax, and have some fun. I know I sure am dreaming of the day that I can go fly away and travel somewhere yet again. But for now, I want to just encourage you to find little ways every day to feel good, do something nice for yourself, for others. And thank you so much for tuning in to Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast. Celebrating Simple Life, the podcast, is a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network, which is supported by Conexus. Does money spark joy in your life or cause you stress? If you said stress, you're not alone. For 42% of Canadians, their biggest stressor comes from money. At Conexus, they care about your financial well-being. Money doesn't have to be stressful, and Conexus is here to help. The Conexus Money Talk blog provides expert advice, tips, and solutions for all life stages and events. Getting married, buying a house, budgeting, saving, they cover it all and more. And did I mention it's free? Check it out today at connexusmoneytalk.ca and start feeling confident and stress-free about your money. This show would not be possible without you, my incredible listeners. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe to Celebrating Simple Life on Apple Podcasts or download and listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen. If you really want to make my day, leave a review. These reviews, ratings, and sharing screenshots of podcast episodes that were engaging for you on your Instagram stories and tagging friends that you think should hear the episode too really helps the podcast grow. It makes me so happy that I often select reviews to read on the show. And if yours is chosen, you will receive a special gift from me. Thank you for being a part of my mission to connect stories of business and life. Cheers to celebrating simple life.